Won't be. Oh, did you did you see that? I said Big D. Did you see what it said? Bam, we're live. Yeah, when I hit the record, it said this won't be saved because we're out of storage. How can that be? What is it? How can that be? I I think we get fifty hours of of like recording. I know, but I go through and and erase so much so often. Do you know? Do you guys know how to do that? Yeah, I usually go in there and download the video so I can cut it up. Oh right, right, right. Uh, delete recording. I wonder. I wonder if it, if I can do some like on the fly right now. Why you think it's gonna stop this one? It, it's not recording this one. It already said. Oh, but it's okay. I mean, YouTube's recording it. Yeah, we won't have it on Streamyard. Hey guys, what's up? I had to come on a few minutes early because I got a guy got to say some stuff. I got. I got to <laughs> say some stuff. This is gonna be good. Uh, no Caleb. thank you, Caleb. <laughs> um, so, uh, I was talking to my, 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 my sister's 20 years sober and, uh, she's, she's a Christian. So I was trying to, I was, I was asking a bunch of questions about Christianity uh, before I got on the air. Cause I wanted to make sure this metaphor works, but I, but I, I, I didn't learn anything. I mean, I try, she, that's not her fault. Just, I'm just stuck in my ways a little bit. The, the the church that who's ever the head of your church you have to presume that he believes in God right that that or she believes in God right that's why they they're the head of the church he would they, hope they, right and, and they and they teach from the Bible and I guess that that's the book that uh, God wrote like he some human beings channeled it or God like wrote it through human beings and so they wrote that book and so you have this wonderful book that was written by the this wonderful creator and you hope that the people teaching it and who are in the congregation are believers or, or at least the guys at the top of the food chain, right? They're going to tell you, Hey, read this book, follow this lifestyle, come to church on Sundays, light the candle, blah, blah, blah. And and you get to go to heaven, believe in Jesus as the only son of God. Amen. And, and that guy knows that. How is it? That for the, that the creator of CrossFit, Greg Glassman, for the last 15 years told us that a tsunami of chronic disease is coming, a tsunami of chronic disease is here, that basically eating added sugar and refined carbohydrates is what leads to 86% of all hospitalizations, something like that. Yep. 80, 86% of all money, the expenditure of money used to fight in the hospital system. Yeah, 80 cents of so, every dollar. Yeah, I think it's 86 and that, and that, and that all we had to do as a as a as a group of people as a as a and, and he knew it was impossible so there were these crossfit boxes and these affiliates where the word was spread people would go to their l1 they would open one of these things the barrier entry was super low and he called them lifeboats so you would think that the person and, and we know anyone who is a true crossfitter knows I'm not talking about like a games athlete I'm not t- t- talking about your you know, 17 year old who's getting a six pack so we can go back to high school and get some chicks. Talking about a true fucking CrossFitter. Got the black belt in CrossFit. Knows that there is the 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 safe that the safest thing that you can do with your existence while you're on planet Earth is to follow the CrossFit protocol if you want your DNA to express itself in the greatest way that this other group that that, that God wants it to. Or Darwin or whoever. You follow, there's a pyramid, you follow the food protocol that gets you to the 90 yard line, you follow the movement protocol. And now all of a sudden you have something that Greg calls GPP, general physical preparedness. And you're at the, you, you, you are, your DNA is now expressing itself in its 
greatest form. And then from there, you can work on the nuances. You can start eating raw meat and ejaculate upwards and not eat <laughs> seed oils. And you can do all the stuff to, to like in, in, in the nuances. Sign up for the Mayhem Empire programming. All the shit that like then will take you from the, the 99-yard line to the 100-yard line. Why isn't the why isn't the leader of our church? Does he not know what he has? Does he not realize that CrossFit is the cure for chronic disease and the only people who are dying from this thing are people who have chronic disease? 99.999999. I'm so tired of people having the argument of who's getting infected more, the ones who have the injection or the ones who don't have the injection without or the ones who are dying or the ones who aren't dying without talking about comorbidities and obesity. That's all it is, people. The common cold is pushing people off the high wire. Imagine all of this sickness is people just standing too close to the edge of the Grand Canyon and the wind has blown and they're blowing in. And before Greg sold the company, he did a video called Five Buckets of Death, Death and it explains it perfectly. It doesn't yep. matter what the sickness, disease, accident is. If you're not doing CrossFit and you fall down a flight of stairs, you are more likely to die than someone who does CrossFit. And you're more likely to die if you're old than versus you're young. It, it, it's just known. Why, why isn't the person who you pay your affiliate fees to yelling this from the mountaintops every single day on social media, preaching to the masses, CrossFit is the cure. CrossFit is the hedge. Why, why? Would you accept it if, 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 if you're, if you're, if you're, uh, would you accept it if your pastor at your church didn't believe in God? Because it seems like no one at HQ believes in the methodology. Ooh. The methodology. This whole thing is a methodology. Not a sport? No. <laughs> oh, shit. Do we need to mail? Uh, I didn't text Cedric a link. Oh. Help me do that. Yeah, please. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just going nuts here. I just, I just can't believe no one. I can't believe that every single person at the top on that executive team should know that you have to read the Bible and follow these principles to go to God. Sorry, that you have to follow the CrossFit L1 methodology. Sorry, could you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll say it louder, bitch. <laughs> you have to, as the leader of this community, Acknowledge that this methodology is the cure, is the protection, is the hedge. The leadership is just so fucking weak, man. It's fucking an embarrassment. How is how, how Susa? How the fuck are you an affiliate still? You guys, are, you guys are, you guys are staying together. You guys are a bunch of fucking cows staying together, hoping a bull comes back in and fucks you. And I don't know if it is. It's like a toxic your relationship. Udders are, your udders are filling. You know, you know, you you know, you need to make a change, but you just don't want to let it go. I understand. You're hoping a bull comes back in and takes takes you guys to the holy land. It's you such guys a are, you guys are sheep in the flock with with the answer, and you have no one, no one standing up for you, especially this poor kid Cedric. Yeah. Yep. Nothing's been now, said. There's been I haven't asked Greg it. what he would do. I meant to do that today. I have not talked to Greg about this, but I need to ask him, hey, dude, what would you do? I have to presume he'd be suing fucking every fucking country, state, city, keeping you guys open. This, yeah. is, this is crazy embarrassing that we found out our pastor doesn't believe in the methodology. We, I mean, it's been long enough, man. Two years. It's probably a better question. Someone from director. HQ, speak up.
Hey, uh, over here, excuse me, uh, just so you know, if you want uh, the best print. And, and what, what inspired this is I that Pataki lady who speaks for um, Joe Biden just said that that someone asked, hey, the countries are um, now using fitness and, and food to help their citizens. And um, when is the United States going to do that? And she said, well, we, we defer to our public health officials and we know that the vaccine and the masks are the leading way to protect people. Are you kidding you, me? Well, then show me some CrossFitters who've died. I don't know if you've seen Besides our Besides the fat health guy people. from Belgium. Show me one. <laughs> How are you doing, Seven? Hi, Cedric. Sorry, just, Cedric, just fucking losing my shit over here. Not really. I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun. What? <laughs> hey, I like your shirt. Thank you. I, I, well, I put that shirt on on purpose, obviously. Um, this is uh, Matt Matt Souza. He's the producer of the show, and um, this is uh, Caleb. If if Matt were to come down with COVID and fall off, fall out of his chair, then I pull Caleb up, <laughs> like a like a backup. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Are, are, are we in direct right now? We're live to the we're world. Live, brother. Wow, we're live. Welcome in. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, we will. We only have eleven. Where's that? Where, where's Brian, Savan? Um, he's, 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 I don't know what he's doing. He, does he do Fridays? He doesn't do Fridays. He has a very um, busy schedule between coaching at his gym, um, blowing the guys at morning chalk up <laughs> and coming on this show. He's very busy schedule. Very busy schedule. <laughs> oh man. Cause the last, the last time I was here, it was with, uh, it was with Brian and yourself. Oh, he's great. I love Brian. He's the man. I don't even, I, that it's too bad. Brian had to get, um, caught in the crosshairs of me, um, just being an asshole to the morning chalk up. By the way, congratulations. How did they, how, it's cool that they came across that story. How did they, how did that happen? Well, the journalist, Emily Beers, actually, she did a, a report on me uh, last year and it got a lot of media attention, which obviously any journalist like. Um, so they did just reach out to me, actually. I believe, I mean, I believe it's because they saw that I was doing a live with you tonight because they reached out to me this morning. Yeah, those uh, guys, those guys live and breathe and hang on every word I say. So you're probably right. <laughs> so they uh, they stole the story from you a little earlier than that. Uh, oh, it's it's basically just foreplay. I'm so glad they did. I'm so glad she did it. Can you bring up the um? Can you bring up the article, message. Caleb? I just want to point out one um one small error on Miss Beers's part. Once tiny, <laughs> tiny, small nuance. It's a nuance. <laughs> Not uh, like we're gonna dissect it or anything here. No, 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 not us. Uh, not on this show. Awesome. We should not trash talk against her. She's awesome. I, well, I, she's a fab. What a fabulous, strong, powerful role model woman. No trash talk against her. I just want to just show. Um, Caleb, could you pull the article? There's just one word that um she uses the word guys. G U I S E. That you're staying open. That's a beautiful picture of you, by the way. Um. Uh. Scroll, photo. scroll, and she's a fellow Canadian. Uh. Let me see. Hold on. There it is. is that is that the same? Oh, okay, so it says after being closed for nearly 400 days since the start of the pandemic, CrossFit Games hopeful Cedric Lapointe's gym, CrossFit 819, and Gatineau, Gatineau, yeah, decided to keep operating under the guise that they are safe. I, don't, so I, I had to, to look up. Honest, I had to look. I, as you know, Savan, I'm French. I don't even know what guys mean. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't. Perfect. You didn't. It's, um, you didn't stay open. You didn't operate under the guise that they are safe. You un. You you you're operating under. Uh, you're you're operating because they are safe. 
the guys means wow. that like you believe you believe that it's safe, but but it's a false belief. Like, could you bring yeah, up the well, we just we decide to go against the law, which is not a law because it's not voted, but we decide to go against the mandate to close the gym, which is called a decret, which is only voted by the minister. And basically, um, we, we thought that we would be part of the solution and not part of the problem. And that was on, on which foot we wanted to start a discussion with the authorities to be able to keep running, making sure that our gyms are safe because COVID is still dangerous to them. I mean, that's their belief. And, and making sure our members are safe and uh, making sure that our members have exemption and needed exemption to be able to be part of, of our classes. And, and it was all members that, that told us that they need that for their physical and psychological, psychological health. They need to exercise. And, and a lot of them, when forced to close, you know, they, they were like calling me and crying. And, and it's, it's really tough and it's not funny. It's that's, and that's only for the fitness world. But if you look at the whole province, all the main day, mandates they're constantly doing, this is waiting a lot on people, uh, psychological and, and, and conscience, you know? Um, but bef- I, w- yeah. I want to hear kind of the details of the story. But, but before we go there, I want to tell you, uh, share with you my perspective and see what you think about this. People try to parson- parcel this thing into uh, masks, vaccines, quarantines closures there there's like these different little elements to to this right for me the way i see it is it's all a whole that if you're participating in the masks you might as well be participating in the you're participating in the same narrative that's a false narrative so whether you're participating in the vaccines or the masks or the quarantines or the lockdowns, any portion of it, th- how this is how I see it, the perspective that you are. Um, well, you need you need to define the word participating. Is it's um, participating, part- participating my- in the false narrative, meaning that you believe you are supporting the fact that there is something dangerous here that can be mitigated. Um, at, 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 a, at a cost that doesn't do more damage to society through these pathways. Oh, our gym is not doing any damage to society, obviously. But what I'm telling you, Savan, is that right now, if I go see my grandmother, of course, I'm wearing a mask. Although when I go to the gym to work out, I do not, especially not if I'm alone. <laughs> you know, right, those right. Were, <laughs> the are just crazy. Right, um, right. So, so there's, there's, you know, I, th- I think there's a unhappy middle that we need to to figure it out. You understand that? I do. There's, there's I, I, That's, it is insane what's happening here. We're the worst in the world or, or the better in the world. Depends on which side you are. But <laughs> yes. I'm really um, not on my side. Okay, I'll I'll leave it. I we de- we definitely see that differently. I see what you mean. I'm I'm not against you wearing a mask to see your grandmother. Let me just be super duper clear about that. But we do we do see this um I'm I'm very concerned on what's on the other side of the scale. I'm very concerned about oh, oh, um, oh. the cost to humanity, to your business, to my children. I'm very concerned, more concerned than I am, and I apologize for this, than I am about your grandmother. So that's my yeah. bias. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I mean, or, or even my own mom and dad. Uh, I did <laughs> And they hate me for that. It should be a choice. It should be a choice. Yeah. Yes, sure. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I think defining like participation, right? Like if somebody puts a gun to my head and asks me for my wallet, like, am I now participating? That's uh, a good argument, Savan, because listen. Um, yeah. Yeah. He just th- fucked me up, huh? 
Yeah, did. did someone who just got kidnapped and is going with their person who just stole them? Like, are they participating in the kidnap? Right. A lot, so there's a different lot. levels. And that of is what they're people. doing to Cedric. That is what they're doing to Cedric. They're saying close down. We're going to take your fucking wallet. Yeah, that's why I made yeah. that point. Listen, um, a lot of people from all over the world are listening to me, and they're writing me, and they're asking me why. I love that. Why? Why are we so res respectful of the law if it does not make any sense? Right. And, and the reason is, first first and foremost, there's still 47% of the population who think they're doing a good job, okay? Mm -hmm. But what the government is telling us constantly is that because 92% of people have received at least, of eligible population have received at least one dose of the vaccine, that 92% of people feel like they're respecting and, and feel like the government is doing the right thing to help the cause, where this is completely not the case. People are not... People are not buying whatever the government is giving us. There's a there's a small minority of people that are most likely five, 55 and plus that are scared and that are listening for that exact reason. And if we if if there's not like one big motion coming up altogether, it will j just never happen. We're never going to go against um, the government because we don't have enough spine to do so. So, Cedric, you're saying they're conflating the numbers. You're saying that 92 percent of the citizens of Canada are vaccinated and they're saying that those yeah. people are are therefore interested in in following the government. But it's not true. You're saying there's a huge chunk of those people who are vaccinated who've had enough. Oh, yeah. Yes. Most of them. Most of them. And the reason why they get vaccinated. I'm, let's say I talk about my mom, for example. She, she didn't want the vaccine. Like, you know, I have the stats here. I mean, my mom is interested. Yes. 45. If she get the vaccine in Quebec, and I'm sorry, the vaccine, if she get the COVID in Quebec, her chance of dying is 0 0.02. And that's based on all the, the COVID deaths. You know, like, hey, and when they say that, and when they say that 0 0.02, that's mixing healthy people with unhealthy people. So if yep. your yeah, mom yeah. doesn't have comorbidities, it's 0 0.00000000000. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, I, I have. Well, no, you're wrong, but I mean, you're, oh. you're, you're tell exaggerating. Me, tell me how I'm wrong. Hey, Savat, how old are you? I'm 49. Go, let's say 49 and you have no comorbidities. You're in the same category as my mom, but let's say you do have comorbidities. No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, I don't be you believe that people are dying without comorbidities? Uh, 14. 14 in your age group in Quebec. Ah, uh, 14. I'm telling wow. you, I would have whooped all their asses if they were still alive. <laughs> I'm a CrossFit motherfucker. If you, do, if you do have comorbidities, it fell. It fell to 42 that died in the last 22 months. You know, so your those chance numbers, is 0, 0 0.25. Yeah. So those numbers are so low that they're they're statistical noise. You can't even like. Yeah, there'd be accounting errors. No, no legitimate scientist would be like, okay, 14 people died. That's real. Like, no, there's no I, fucking way. No, I haven't. I haven't made my point yet. My point is. That okay, sorry, sorry. The reason why my mom got vaccinated is not because she has 0.02% chance of dying from it. It's because there's a ton, but a ton, Savan, you don't even understand, of social pressure to get vaccinated. It is insane. And I don't want to quote one of my favorite journalism uh, journalists, which is already good, but he was just saying yesterday on a podcast, actually, that the spine you need to have to be able to, to, to support being against the government right now is extreme. You need to be able to stand up for yourself and it is extremely tough to do in our current society. And my mom, for example, specifically, she got vaccinated because she wanted to go to the restaurant with her friend. She wanted to go to the gym and she wanted to go to the to the to, to Walmart, to Costco or whatever, right? So it's not they're not they're not getting vaccinated to not get sick. They're getting mm -hmm. vaccinated and that's the case for most of them. 
to be able to keep living, stop surviving and keep living. You understand? Yeah, I fucking yeah. love it. And hey, you know what? I'm so those people who are vaccinated, those of you who are standing up and being like, "Hey, this shouldn't be mandated." Fu- God fucking bless you. It's the same as the black people who stood up against BLM and are like, "What the fuck? This is like just r- more racism." Or or like like and please, w- more unhealthy people with comorbidities or obese people should also stand up and be like, "What what are you doing?" God bless those fucking people who got the vaccine and are standing up. I mean, there's you've seen all the scientists, per, the Joe Rogan's parading. They're against the mandate. They've all been vaccinated. So, yeah. I mean, I love yeah. hearing your message. To Cedric's point, that it just completely dismantles the argument that it's about health at all. Completely yes. dismantles it. Because yeah. you're not saying, I'm getting the vaccine so I can live my everyday life. At some point, whether you're pro-vaccine, whether you're against vaccine... Yeah, you need to come together and say what's really going on here. And it's also really weird that they all kind of use the same scripts. U.S. government, you know, Canadian government, you know, follow the science, trust the science. It's almost like they're reading from the same playbook a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't watch as much um, American news, but I watch a lot of France news. And it is it is copy paste. It is the same thing. It is one week after the other. And um, the Quebec government, because people are so... I don't want to say they're naive, right? I don't want to insult my people, but a lot of the people in Quebec, they listen, they look at what's happening elsewhere and they're like, oh, there's light at the end of the tunnel, but we're not following the UK. We're not following, uh, I was seeing Spain today or the Nordic country. No, those are doing the right thing right now, but we're not following them. We're following friends till the beginning. And what did friend just did two weeks ago? Vaccine mandate, vaccine passport, right? So Yep. I mean, I don't want to be negative towards people, but we're not at the end of this thing. I mean, we don't even have a date to reopen gym yet. And to, to get a vaccine passport in Quebec, you need to be triple dose, right? They just announced that last week. So oh, my God. The gym is going to be reopened, and to be able to yeah. get in a gym, you need to be vaccinated three times. It's, a, it's is, like the twilight zone. Which really begs the question, if this is not about health, who does this benefit? Who benefits from what's going on right now? Well, I mean, Before I, we- I, 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 I'm not against vaccine, right? Because I do think vaccine work, you know, uh, to, to a certain degree. But the thing that I, I, I think that everybody can agree on, that you are against the vaccine and or you're preaching by the vaccine, what everybody can agree on is that what the vaccine was supposed to do and what they told us it would be doing, which is reducing the spread and protecting at 91 and 92 and some crazy high number. Well, this is not happening. Right. I mean, if right. I look at the numbers from the last 28 days, um, yeah, them somewhere. Listen, I, I mean, 12, 12, 12.8% of unvaccinated um, represent 26% of hospitalization. So, so it does, it does reduce, you know, um, your risk. Once again, w- but, but, but once again, re- that number's irrelevant. If we don't talk about their comorbidities, totally irrelevant. Oh, no, no, no. I know. Oh, I know. Right. right? First, we don't even know the va- how good the vaccine is. The first factor is age and then it's comorbidities and then it's vaccine. Well, so what we should we, we've had three we've had three scientists on the show. And when I've asked them that, why do they keep using age as a factor? There hasn't been a study. And they say, you're right. Age is just a correlate. They haven't even done an, a, a study on that's just strictly age. Cedric, it's like this. If you're 80 years old and you've been drinking Coke for 40 years, of course you're going to be fucking worse off than someone who's 60 and only been drinking it 20 years. Do you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. They've never isolated yeah. age to even make that claim. It's not even science. It's just a correlate. 
There's no well, proof well, well, that health. Personally, I, I don't I don't want to talk about if the vaccine works, it doesn't work. Right. Because we're not official. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. But the thing I can do, though, and I'm smart enough to do so, is look at the number by myself, not listening to the press conference. They're repetitive and they're always the same thing. It's beat, beat by white weekly. It's it's insane. But what I can do is look at the numbers. Right. But if you look at the numbers, 96.8 percent of all ICU and death are in the 60 plus and 90, 90.3 percent are 70 plus. So which means if you're below 70 it's, it's a fucking cold for yourself. It's a cold, it's flu, right? So the good yeah. argument was like, they were, they, were, they were telling us, well, we know it's not bad for you, the, the COVID, but take it to protect other. And, and that's, that sounded right, right? To do like, I mean, and, and the thing is, then that we know that it's, it does not reduce the spread, there's a consensus around that and the viral load are the same. Then you're wondering, why are, we, why are they still getting the third dose and the fourth dose? Why people are still scared? And why people are still listening to them. At first, it kind of makes sense, you know, but now it does not anymore. Does not. Word. Um, can uh, Thank you. It said beautifully. And I, and I like yeah, the I sound of shuffling. Okay. I love the sound of shuffling papers. Are you, in a, are you a CrossFit affiliate? Yeah. And how many years have you been affiliated? I mean, I've worked for that company since 2015. They must have affiliated like 10 years ago. Okay. I, I think they're at 10 years actually. We're at their 11th Christmas party. So it's it's excuse me. It is it is fascinating that you're in the business of protecting people from chronic disease, and that the only people dying from this disease are people who have chronic disease. I mean, when I say only, I mean that like 99. percent It's fascinating, right? It's 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 almost funny, except that people are dying, right? Uh, well, yeah, 93% of people that died in Quebec had two comorbidities or more, and it's most likely obesity and uh, diabetes. So you're absolutely right. I mean, we're part of the solution. That's what we've been saying for so long. And we have really good representation in the media. And we have our, our representative is really eloquent. Is the, the way he's speaking is really good. He's really, he's, he's really smart and he's good at making his massage flow, message flow. But, oh, well, we affiliated in, in 2013, so I was close with my uh, – <laughs> uh, We don't have any news from the government. The, we had a press conference, I believe it was 48 hours ago, and they told us um, they told us that we don't have a date yet for when gyms are going to reopen. We put all the pressure on them. There's actually a big movement this weekend. It, there's a big movement of uh, civil, civil disobedience where a lot of the gyms in the country, uh, in, the, in Quebec, I meant, in the Provence, are going to open against the mandate. Oh, that's awesome. I love you. And, and when you say you have a good representative, who do you mean? Is, is someone from HQ who represents you? No, so somebody from uh, the committee of the gyms of Quebec. Okay. So it's a government. A, 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 he represents all the CrossFit gym in the whole province. But he actually owns a global gym. Okay. What's that guy's name? Gabriel Ardi. Mm. Gabriel Abadi. Does he speak English? Uh, I'd say no from where he's located, but I don't know. Like he's like the further north you go, the less likely it is you speak English. Uh, yeah, the far, f- further north and the further east as well. Okay. All right. All right. Um, oh, 
can you tell me a little bit of the story? Like go back and give me some of the, the main dates. So what, yeah. like when you got the first letter that says, you know, back in 2020, Hey, can you close down for a week? And then just tell me where you're at now and, and, and what types of interactions you've had. Yeah. So we, we've been confined. We've been closed for near 400 days out of the last 22 months. And if you compare to the, I mean, we've been the worst in the world. And if you compare to the second place, I mean, if that's a leaderboard, but if you compare it to second place, it would be Australia, which are around 300 days. It, in Australia, it's a little bit different because it depends on, on which place in Australia you are. But the, the worst of the worst are at 300 and we're at 400. So we've been confined. So 400 out of 660, 400 out, out of 660 days on average, if there's 30 days a month. Yes. Okay. Near 390 something days in the last 22 months. Yes. Okay. And what's uh, what's a little ironic is that we're, we're the most vaccinated, we're the most confined, we have the more people that died, and that's the reason why we're still confined. That's their reason why we're still confined, because there's a ton of people that died from COVID. Um, and then <laughs> when we put that in the face of the government, what are they saying? Well, it's because the way we're taking on the numbers on and the, the way we're writing down the numbers. And so, so they're, I mean, they're admitting that they're lying to us. And, and the yeah, they're doing that here too. Yeah, I'm, I mean, they're doing that. I'm in California, and they're doing that here too. Sorry, go ahead. Our government is really transparent. If that's something I can give them that is positive, is that they're transparent. So what's cool if you go on the website, you know, the data I was telling you earlier about the ninety-five percent and etc. It, it's all stats from the government. So they give us access to this, but people don't take the time to go look at it. They just listen to the press conference. They watch the press conference. And that's the, that's the way they're presenting the information that's corrupted, you know, because they're never really lying to us. It, it's the way they're showing the information. That's the lie. And people don't see the opposite side of the metal. You know, on the CDC website, um, I haven't checked it in a little while, but it said 94% of all Americans who have died have had four or more, more comorbidities. And then if you looked at the really small print, Cedric, it says we don't have data on the remaining 6%. But the news was presenting it just with that 94%. But it wasn't that 6% were healthy. It's that they did. They, If you look like you're saying they're transparent, but it's really small print. We don't have data on them. It's like, yeah, yeah. then I'm going to go with the 100%. <laughs> they give yeah. you the data, but they frame it in a way that they want you to think about it. They don't allow exactly. you to look at it and make your own conclusion. They're saying, hey, this is the data, but look over here. It, it's uh yeah no they do they do some uh some daily what's called tableau ball which is a if you want like a it's like a whiteboard you know where uh they, they have all the data from every day and it's it's really well written and then it's really it's in tiny tiny when it's when it's not their narrative but then chance of getting hospitalized if you're not if you're not healthy times three you know but then but then but then you don't people don't think Times three what? My chance is 0 0.003 times three, 0 0.0009. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not doing yeah. anything. But people are seeing that numbers and it's 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 really big and it's it's red and it's it's uh underlined. So people are that's that's the thing people are remembering, right? So they don't do the maths with the other numbers, they don't take the time to do so. Pharma's been playing that trick uh forever, the relative statistics thing. They say they say if if you take this medicine, um your, your chance of living is, is up by 100%, but really it's just the difference between one person dying and two people dying out of a million people. And they call that one extra person, a hundred, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. They're doing the same thing, but I mean, they're smart at their game. Yeah. Smart. They're good. They're good at it. You know, they're, they're, they're clearly better than the population. 
So, um, so when, so what happened? So, so you're closed recently and you said, okay, enough is enough. And you open up and the police come. Can you kind of tell us that story? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't, didn't went to that's okay. that earlier. So, it's a party. So, yeah, a party. so basically I came back from the United States in, uh, in August, 2021. And I was about to train all the way until December. Um, and then beginning of December, beginning of December, they said the gym were closing. Um, and then we decided to stay open for the reason I was telling you earlier. And then as soon as they decided to open the gym, that same evening at five, gym were supposed to be closed. That same evening at five, the police were at the gym and they asked us, are you guys going to, to close the door? And we, we clearly said, we're not going to, we're going to fight the mandates. We're going to fight the fines. And we, we want to find the fight this, this war because we don't, we don't believe it is the right thing to do to people. And we believe people that are here have some uh, valuable and, and good reason to be here and that we're not part of the problem. Again, we're part of the solution. What was and the okay. day on that? So is that January of 2022? No, that was December, 2021. Okay. And then, and then they came every other day. They would come. And, I, you know, at first I was a little stressed when the police come just because it's a natural reflect. But over time, I, I just learned how to deal with them. So over time, I was able to, you know, talk them out and be like, guys, we're, we're respecting here and uh, the, the sanitary measure. And all we want is to do our job. And I understand you're doing your job. And I was really nice to them. And, and to be honest, all of them were pretty respectful. Uh, you know, um, versus last year, right? That that was another completely other story. But this year, people were super respectful. They would come, they would come. Then they start to come every single day. They would come on a daily basis. And it was not always me, right? We had other coaches too coaching the evening classes. Um, and then and then they walked, they walked in the gym, they saw that they, uh we were like six or eight in a nine thousand feet square gym. So it's not like yeah, as if we were 50, you know. Uh, and then they call public health that day. And then after they call public health, beginning of January, because that lasted like a month. Beginning of January, we got a we got a letter that says that we need to present ourselves to court the day after. On what day? That was a Wednesday. That was not last Wednesday, but the one before. And you went well, to court. We got a letter on Tuesday for Wednesday. Oh yeah. And wow. So that and, and the article said that Emily reported that you had or you had twelve hours. Yes, less than that even. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something like and so, you, and so you go to court and who goes to court? You and who else? No, so so the owner of the gym goes to court. Obviously, court is closed, so it's all virtual. Um, but we can <laughs> we can access the, the the court. But the the, the owner uh, goes to court with his uh, with his lawyer, and well, I mean, they're they're bringing us to court, right? Because we didn't respect the mandate, which they had which they had a bunch of proof, including some of our like private conversation in our, in our chat in uh not, not private conversation, but public conversation in our group chat that we have for the gym. So they were like spying on us really. And they were like taking like proofs and times. And uh, wow. so obviously, I mean, we lost that obviously because we were not, and, and we were not hiding when they would knock on the door every other day, I would tell them we're not respecting the mandate. We're staying open if you want to deal with that, call the owner and I would just close the door on them, you know? So they're, they're doing their job. I'm just trying to do mine here. And then we just lost in court. And then because we lost of court, if ever somebody gets uh, caught being inside the gym, not get inside a gym to get equipment, but to working to work out, then the owner would go against the court, um, the court order. And he might be 
uh, going to jail for up to 30 days. It, what's the precedent on that? Was well, First of all, let me go back. Was there a fine that came with that or just a warning the next time you're going to jail? So, so that's a that's a good question. So they, they told us they would send us fine over and over. And they, they must have told me that, Savan, 10 times. I'm going to send you a fine. They never did once. We've never received a fine by the mail. The only thing we, research, we received was the letter saying that we, we must present to court the day after. So, so we were all ready and pump up and we have members supporting us to fight the fines, but we never receive any fines. And so then you, so then they say the owner goes to court and they say, okay, here's a slap on the wrist. If we, um, still no fine yet, but if we see you open again, um, someone could go to jail. Is there any precedent of that? Owners owners could go to jail. The owners could go to jail. Has that, do you know of anyone who's gone to jail already? Like in, in the, in the entire country of Canada, have you heard any stories of gym owners going to jail? No, I mean, I, I've heard of gym owner that, that want to fight and they got their, they, they changed their lock so that they, they can't have access to the gym because they were, they were, they were paying the fine. Oh. I mean, fine after fine after fine, they would just pay the fines. So they just decide, screw this. And they just put the lock on the gym. So I know a guy in Ottawa that this happened to him, but not, not going to jail. No. I mean, Interesting. That's so ridiculous. Think about it, Savan. Like, think about it. It's so ridiculous. Do you think they're not I mean, going to it's, jail? It's, because- it's beyond it's uh, it's be, sorry, Susan. It's beyond ridiculous because all I just keep thinking is that for 15 years, I just can hear Greg's voice saying we have the cure for the world's most vexing problem, chronic disease. And now chronic disease is being conflated with this virus. And and it's like you have the cure. At, at CrossFit 819, those people need to hang out together, eat the right food, move, and and and, and let their immune systems flourish. And I'm just it, – it, 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 this can't be real even. Well, it is. And, and, and <laughs> you know what's the worst, Savan, is that there's a ton of study that showed that you will be um, – if you're stressed and if you have psychological or mental health issue and you're contracted – Contracting a virus such as COVID, then what is he saying? Oh well, perfect. Then, um, then your chance of getting sick of it is actually way worse, right? You have more chance of getting sick of it. So, it, it's it's in their best interest that all the population psychologically are healthy, you know. And and when you're not letting somebody go see their parents or my mom that cannot go see her dad because her dad is in a whole folks home. Well, this is this is waiting down on my mom. It's waiting down on my grandfather. It's waiting down on all the members at my gym that can't exercise, and a lot of them, if they don't exercise, then you know they have anxiety, they have depression, and that comes with a bunch of other problems. It is it is problematic in the society. It's it's, it's insane. Someone I'm very close with who's extremely healthy tested positive, and within five minutes of testing positive was had a, basically a panic attack. <laughs> and i'm like dude you got to chill the fuck out i mean it's just like you know what i mean because they because because of the media hype and they were totally yep. fine of course but i yeah. they completely got stressed out when they heard they were positive and started like, I, i'm short of breath it's like i get it the media is fucking strong yeah imagine how powerful that tool could have been if uh hq pounded it the drum the way they should have i um, mean i you're talking about the power of the media i know people in my in my close circle that are less than 30 years old 
that does not want to see their family, their friend, don't want, I mean, because they're scared, not of contracting COVID, but like really they're scared of contracting COVID and getting sick, but they're less than 30 years old and, and the stats are available. Like there's no worry for you to get COVID. There's, there's none. And, and people are scared of getting it, even if it's in their face. You know, I, it's, it's, I don't think it's the part of the media. You know, uh, Savannah, I, I want to be a journalist. I'm studying communication and political science. I, I'd like to. You're a great speaker. Of, uh, well, I'm great in French. I'm, I'm terrible in English. But I'm No, you're great in English. I mean, your accent makes you sound probably 10, 10 IQ points smarter than you really are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or uh, it a is, It is. It's a compliment it to all is. the French people. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe there's a, a a conspiracy with media, and they're not allowed to say what they really believe. I I think I think it comes down to the same thing I was telling you earlier, where there's a social pressure on them, you know. Because when I speak to journalists, they're they're like me and you, uh, Savan. They don't disagree with us, you know. But but they're really scared that if if they put that on public, they're not going to lose their job, Reina. But if they put that on public, that other people are going to judge them, and people are scared of that. People don't have any spine in twenty. Oh yeah, you know? I, I, yeah, yeah. The whole my, the, it, it, every ninety nine percent of the people I'm friends with are scared to death of losing their fucking job. Every L one trainer on the training staff, I would say, the vast, vast majority of them know that this is just complete fucking horseshit. They they live they they walk the walk. Like I guarantee you, ninety nine percent of the games athletes know this is bullshit. Anyone who's like takes their fucking health seriously knows, but they won't say anything because they're scared to death. They're scared to death. If you try to follow yeah. me on Instagram, the Instagram posts do not follow this guy. He posts misinformation. Meanwhile, yeah. yesterday, the White House from the United States of America told people that the great when they were asked, one of the reporters asked, I don't know if you saw it, said, hey, what do you think about um, other countries like Ecuador are saying that um, exercise and diet are a, a, a great way to battle this thing? What is the United States can do that? She said the United States listens to public health officials and the greatest way to fight this thing is through masks and vaccines. That's just not true. I, I'm not anti-vaccine either or anti-mask, but what I am anti is is lying and like. Yep. Got to get used to it, I believe, Savan. Get into CrossFit 819 and get cured. Okay, so so what's the plan? So is someone going to get arrested? And 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 then can we – what's going on with all those trucks in your country? Like like this lady wants me – she paid me $10, so I have to say this to you, Miss Jacqueline Robertson. <laughs> the trucker convoy is encouraging people to – we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. So so what do you – do you guys have a plan? Like what do you do? You take the blow and then do you kind of like – you're scared, and then after a few days, you're like, "All right, fuck it, we'll just open our doors." Do you mean for myself, or you mean for the the convoy? For the, for the, no, for the owner. Sorry, for your gym. So they told you. Oh hey, no, I mean, you, well, I was I was telling you earlier. There's a big movement of civil disobedience this weekend, but we're not we're not able to participate in the movement, unfortunately, because if ever somebody gets caught in the gym, it's jail time for the owner. We're not going to take that risk. Okay. Obviously, I mean, um, although, but although, you might change yeah, your mind, you might change your mind. Uh, I'm not going to be risking jail time. No, <laughs> I mean, I'm right now I'm just training in my body's garage. Um, it's, it's less than ideal, but I mean, I'm, I'm making it happen. And the good thing is that I live five minutes from Ontario and Ontario are going to reopen their gym because they're, they're, they're smarter, I guess. I mean, it was a bad idea to close them anyways, but I'm thinking about going there, um, to train, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Wait a, a second. Gym so would, would, would the gym's me. five minutes away can be open, but your gym, if you open it, you go to jail. 
yes, that guy's an ass exactly. too. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, we it's it's as if like I'm living in between two states, right? It's province in Canada, obviously, but I'm living in Quebec, and then I'm five minutes away from Ottawa, from where the convoy I, is going. Can so, I see? So, can you pull up a map, Caleb? Sorry, go ahead, Cedric. So so. So basically, if, for example, you're, you're not able to go buy or purchase alcohol in Quebec if you're unvaccinated. But what I can do, I can, I can just go buy alcohol on the other side of the bridge. You know, I cannot, I cannot play sports. Kids cannot play sports, dude. Think about that. That's awful. That's crazy. And, and, but if, if they go on the other side of the bridge, then that's fine. And guess what? If you go on the other side of the frontier, if you go to our southern, uh, southern um, neighborhood, the American, then we can do everything and we're free. <laughs> so it's it's insane the way we, we deal differently. We also have different condition, right? Our healthcare system is really fragile uh, in Quebec. But 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 um, what we're trying to do right now is just compromising the, compromising the health of the whole population to try to save our healthcare system. Where what we should be doing, trying to do, is save our healthcare system. And the, one of the reasons why our healthcare system is failing so much, obviously, we don't have a lot of beds. We have uh, 1,800 beds per million habitants, where you guys in the United States have 2,800. So you have uh, almost double the bed that we do. The best thing to do is to give be- better working condition for nurses. But what we do instead, they're not allowed to have vacation okay, or paid vacation. They're not allowed to take off. They have mandatory forced um, supplementaire, like uh, – uh, over over time, right? So so because because we're lacking them, and what's happening when an employer is putting that much pressure on an employee? When the employee is leaving, and that's what's happening. All the nurses decide to go work in other uh, sector of activity. They try to go work on the other side of the bridge. They go to the private system, and then it's just going. It's just worse and worse and worse. It's terrible. Uh, not to mention that um, uh, the vast majority of people who go to the hospital, the hospital has no cure for you. Probably eighty to eighty to ninety percent. You want to fix for something you caused yourself. You're complicit in your demise. If you drink Coca Cola two liters every single day for twenty years, Doctor Joe cannot help you when you have fucking gout. Yeah, that's the thing that blows me away. People keep on adding. What? We still need to treat them, obviously. But what I'm saying is that instead of, of of using so much energy trying to get people vaccinated, they should use all that energy try to get a better healthcare system and and usually they're blaming or how about how about instead of a better healthcare system get people healthier preventative oh yeah that's way too progressive for us even in canada (laughs) (laughs) it's way too smart (laughs) i just wish they wouldn't lie i just wish they wouldn't lie i wish they'd just tell the truth like hey man like when you go to the doctor and you have type 2 diabetes they're not curing you what they're doing is is they're escorting you to your grave they're going to give you fucking enough insulin and within five years you'll be dead that's the average life expectancy, you know, and it's like, it's just fucking nuts. Um, so, uh, um, so there's so just to finish that off before we switch to the truckers. So there's no end in sight, as we know right now. You, the gym that you trained in will stay closed. If you do open, someone will go to jail, and 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 we'll see how the story evolves. It's exactly this. I mean, they're they're saying they're gonna, for example, my school is gonna reopen beginning of February, right? So, I mean, we'll be able to go back to school, obviously with all the mask and everything. But you know what they do, uh, Savan? I mean, you're going to freak out. You know how cold it is in Canada? Yeah, I, well, yeah, kind of. Right now, right now it's minus 28, 
Okay. Ooh. I don't know if you've ever been in minus 28. I'm so I was in sure. Ottawa when it was minus 16 and, and I, I almost died. <laughs> okay. And you know what they're doing to prevent kid from getting COVID? They have them eat lunch when the, with the windows open. And they have them in school sitting down for, I don't know, five, six hours a day with the windows open. How in the world do you want to try to learn something if you're like that for six hours with your video on your blog? You're not learning anything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Kids kids have no risk. It is incredible. I love how smart you are. Before we jump to the trucker thing. Go ahead, Cedric. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, the trucker thing, a lot of actually, because I want to do a parallel with the trucker thing, actually, a lot of the people that support the movement is people that want to speak up for kids. You know, because we can, as adults, we can handle way more than them, but they only have one childhood. You know, and they're seeing their childhood getting lost like this. It is, I, I don't have a kid personally, but as a kid, I would, I would feel this is terrible. Not being able to play sport, not being able to see your friends, not being able to see your teacher smile or see other other people's face, other kids' face. And how about, how about our parents? My parents are having their life taken from them. My, both my parents mm-hmm. are super duper healthy. And now they're filled, especially my dad, filled with fear. His life is like, he's 80 years old. He doesn't need to have his last two or three years, five years, 10 years of his life, 20 years. I don't know how long he's going to live. But um, a, a real quick question. What can the community do to help? What could CrossFit, What what if all... Like people, oh, the community, the community. What if all 10,000 affiliates sent a um, box full of dog poop to your um, capital? Would that help? You know like what, 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 what could all the affiliates do together um, that would help uh, CrossFit 819? That, that could help CrossFit 819? I mean, we're, yeah. we're going to set up, we're gonna set up a, a GoFundMe because what I, what's written in the Morning Chalk Up article, but we haven't spoke about it yet, is uh, we're doing a charter challenge. So the court, uh, the government brought us right to court, but now we're gonna we're gonna bring the government to court, right? So we're gonna do a charter challenge, and Shane, who's uh, oh, I mean, yeah, you just wrote it down, right? So he's he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be doing that. So you can always support by giving money to the GoFundMe. I mean, I, I don't like doing that personally, asking people for money. It's just like, yeah. Can I read but, that again? Can you put that back up, Caleb? Hold on. Um, uh, the issue is that I'm launching a charter challenge to show that the validity of the mandates are unconstitutional. And if I open the gym at this point, and if I open the gym at this point, I would be in contempt of court. People, this isn't CrossFit 819 asking for money to pay their fucking employees. This is 819 asking for money because they're going to fight for all of you. Mm-hmm. For all of you, you're not you're not even giving them money. You're giving like if you own a gym in Canada, you should you you should you should give money to that. You should give five bucks to that. I- anything because the no, the fact fact is is this is going to set precedent. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask is like how is the community of of the gym CrossFit eight one nine like specifically that is there is it still being held together after four hundred days? I could just you know how do you guys keep the community together? Um. <sighs> Well, I guess there's there's two questions there. How do we keep our members, and then how do we keep our community? Because Correct. obviously, yeah. uh, one of the big thing to keep a community alive, and we have a um, we have a group that organize activities, but they can never organize activities. We're we're unable to see each other because right. all the mandates, right? So c- keeping a community is, is something. Um, and to be honest, uh, Matt, and it has not always been the case. And I've been in, in numerous gym, but 
the community at CrossFit in one nine is extremely tight. Like we're like when people walk in, I mean, it's so cliche to say, I know, but when, when people walk inside our gym, they, they do have the best hour of their day. And all of our, mm-hmm. all of our members are extremely supportive. You know, even if we, when we decided to, to fight, you know, to fight and to, to, to close and uh, to not close, sorry. And to fight the closure. Um, I'd say, I'd say 60 to 70% of our members kept co- coming, knowing they were going against the law, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, because, because Savan, you need to understand when, when you realize that the law is not justice, that the law is immoral, then you don't give a crap about the law. Yep. You know, the law is telling me I cannot go see my mom. I'm telling you there. Last Saturday, I went to see my mom. It was her, her, her husband's birthday and I was there. There's no way I would miss his birthday. There's no way. And I'm, I'm an adult. I, if there's a risk, really, I mean, they're super fit. They're jogging every day. If there's, if there would be really a risk of getting them sick, I would not do it. But you know that risk? I can calculate myself because I'm an adult. I don't need a governing body to tell me what to do, right? And that's the big problem is people are starting to enjoy getting told what to do, right? And yep. and it's it, it's like it's like parenting a kid. And I I know you you're a father, um, Savan, but if you're always too strict with the kid, they won't listen. And if you're not doing anything with the kid, then they won't listen either. You need to find a balance. And that's something mm-hmm. the government it is not doing right now. And people are not uh, drinking up the Kool-Aid. They're not. I, I have to tell you, you just made me kind of enjoy this because I see Canadians like listening to their government so much. It, it's pretty bad here in the U.S. too. But I'm kind of glad that they overstepped their bounds so that you guys can be like, wait the fuck a minute. Hey, my government wants me to my government wants me to inject my kids with drugs. Imagine that you you're not allowed to see your mom. My government is demanding that I inject my kids with drugs or they can't go to school, which doesn't matter. My kids aren't going to like do that brainwash shit anyway. But um, no, but Savan, can I ask you a question? Yes. Um, it's different, right? In California than here, because I know a lot of people might be watching and they have kids vaccinated. And and I understand why. Because when a mother is coming to me and, and she's telling me she doesn't want to get her kid vaccinated, but she does still get him vaccinated or her vaccinated because she's because her son is, is victimized at school and he's 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 having intimidation from other and, and bullying from other from other kids because he's unvaccinated. Obviously, the kid takes that from the parents, but this son is still living the consequences of, of the governments carrying people off. But you know, in a context like this, it is extremely tough to tell your kid to not get vaccinated if your kid is getting bullied. Who wants their kid to get bullied? You understand? Well, so it, well, it, yeah, I understand. I, I wasn't. I'm, I'm not circumcised. I'm Armenian. I'm five five. I have a giant nose, and uh, and um, knows a thing or two about bullying. And, and I grew and I grew up in 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 a, in a re, when as a kid in a really really gnarly Hell's Angel white trash ghetto where Armenian kids were. Uh, kind of on the outs and yeah i understand but fuck i flourished but 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 i agree i hear you i hear you yeah it's tough like even when we get up even when we get off here probably matt and caleb are gonna make fun of me because i'm not circumcised like they'll just be like just start ripping on me like i, I get it i know These motherfuckers are bullies everywhere <laughs> motherfuckers are bu- here's the here's the yeah i don't want to get into the kid thing but you must protect your kids at all costs you must do the research 
You must, you must, like you said, read the numbers. They have this, just to give you a small example, they have this thing in this country where they, they're, they're terrified of measles. But if you, if you look at how many people died, kids died of measles in the United States 10 years prior to the release of the vaccine, it's all statistical noise. There's no, there, there's no massive numbers. So I don't know. Well, I mean, no, no. I mean, there, there's no kid. There's no kid that died from it. And we all know it. Right. And, and right. The, kid, the kid does actually spread more than adults because their viral load is higher. But a kid unvaccinated and vaccinated is the same thing when it comes to spreading. Oh. And we know that and the government acknowledged that. And, you know, so what's the only remaining reason why you would get your kid vaccinated is to make sure this kid can do activity, can sport. Oh, because a right. kid that's not vaccinated cannot play soccer. He's going to cry at money and say, why can't I play soccer like my friend? Of course you'll yeah. vaccinate. You, you understand? Like, it's really hard. It's really hard as a parent right now in our current situation. You need to acknowledge that, you know. Oh, I, lo- I love you, Savan, but I'm just trying to nuance a little bit more. You're good. You're a good dude. You're you're a good dude. I and I appreciate it. I I I I really do appreciate it. As uh, your fellow countryman Patrick Vellner said, uh, Savan, you're an absolutist. <laughs> um uh, the trucker convoy is, this is from Jacqueline Robertson, the truck. So basically what we're, those of us who are watching on Instagram, cause our media doesn't cover it very well. We're seeing all of these truckers head up to Ottawa. And, and we're, so a trucker convoy is encouraging people to donate to a fund to help bring clean drinking water to first nations reserve land in Canada. The info is on freedom convoy. 20, I don't know what that means, but what, what's going on with these truckers? Why are they all piling up going to, um, Ottawa? So it's it's a convoy to freedom to end all mandates. And and by all mandates, obviously, they're meaning all mandates, but it's also that mandate should be reasonable, explained, and minimal. You know, if 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 really we need to mandate, it's fine. But right now, if if I look at I've looked yesterday, the occupation at the hospital was 78%. You know, right now it's not reasonable. I know there's less nurses than it used to be. Um, but it's not reasonable right now. There's there's other things to do, and it's a pacific manifestation. It's going to be Savant. I believe it's going to be the biggest manifestation of all time. And in your earlier statement, you were right. The media don't don't even talk about it. They don't even talk about it. I mean, if you're not on social media, you can't even see this. <laughs> the revolution will not be televised. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's funny, Savan, and there, there's a, I mean, they have, I mean, the, the whole city of Ottawa is blocked. You cannot even go into city right now, and it's only starting tomorrow. But <laughs> what the media is saying is this is a racist movement, misogyn movement. It's a white supremacist movement. I've read that earlier today, mm-hmm. where, where all we do is manifest for liberty. How can you be against liberty? You know? I don't. Do you know somebody who's against liberty, Savon? I don't know. Yes, nobody. half half my country, half my country, <laughs> half my country is against liberty. They don't, hey, here's the thing, Cedric. In, in, the people in the United States don't even know what liberty means. They're confused democracy with liberty. Yep. They have the two confused. They don't even know they 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 don't understand that their liberty is what gives them freedom to have democracy. They don't realize that a democracy cannot unvote a liberty. Like liberty is is the, well, the bedrock and well, they're well, so they, fucking confused in my country. Did, did you go in pair really often? You know, like for example, right now we have, we have less liberty. Well, I mean, we have no liberty. Um, right. we, we do have no democracy right now. 
because right now we, we're under a healthcare measure. Um, which is a sanitary health urgency measure where, where instead of being our deputy, the people that we voted for that vote the law, which is called a decret, instead of being them, it's actually just the ministers. So it's the cabinet des ministres, which is the minister cabinet. So it's only the friend of the prime minister, you know, like, oh, I, I'm the prime minister. You're going to be the minister of health, Savan, because you're my friend. And Matt, you're going to be the minister of education. And then I'm going to write down the laws and you're going to vote. And because you're my friend, well, you're going to vote the same thing as me, obviously. So there's no democracy right now. But uh, you're right that it's really important to reappropriate our language and understand the difference between different concepts. Mm-hmm. Hey, so what's the point of the truckers to shut down Ottawa? To end all mandates and they're not going away until we end all mandates. Um, it, I believe in the country or just in that province? No, no, no. In the whole country. And we're, we're, we're talking here about um, 50,000 truckers. We're talking about near a million percent. That's going to uh, a million percent. Sorry. People that will manifest manifest. Uh, in the street so it's gonna be massive it's gonna be massive it's gonna like i, I was I, I went to the thai express to get something for my girlfriend and and I, w- I would see truck just just driving in the highway with their flags and you know it's just tomorrow and the city is already just jam-packed of truck you cannot go anywhere in the city and that's that's the parliament right is the capital of the country so they're gonna honk and stay there until the uh let go of the mandates Cedric, earlier you talked about the media spinning the narrative to basically label them extremists, right-wing extremists. What is the feeling of the people on the streets there? Are people buying that narrative or do they see through it now? I mean, I mean, it depends, right? Obviously, there's, there's some people that just eat the news every single day. From, from, I mean, people around me, they, they don't buy into this. And, and if somebody buy into this, if I talk to this person, I am able to convince them that their beliefs are wrong, to be honest. And it's a, you know, you know how when, when the far left do any kind of manifestation and, and, pro, and um, protesting, they're never trying to change the reality of what it is about. But when, when it's a movement for liberty, which is so noble, right, as a cause, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're still trying to always manipulate the information. So now all the news are talking about one of the organizer in the past was the secretary of an independent party called the Maverick Party in Western. And all the news are talking about is that that girl, that's for independence of the Western, uh, Western Canada, is part of the movement. Why are you not talking about the fact that a million person would be in the street to protest? For liberty, yep. how can you be? Yep. It's. I'm trying to stay calm, but to me, I I heard Trudeau say that um, the people in this movement in Canada are um, racists, and mm-hmm. that we had that same thing happen here in California. They said that anyone who wanted the recall of our governor, our governor Gavin Newsom here in California, said that they were racist and white supremacists. It's crazy yeah. that people can. I, I saw on um, just to make another crazy example. I saw on Dave Castro's Instagram. He, you know, he had shot a pig, and he. Yeah. And what's funny is he gives that pig the food to families who don't have food, uh, a lot of food in his neighborhood, which is just fucking awesome, and to people like me. Um, and but someone said that tell me you're a pedophile without telling me you're a pedophile. They accused him of being a pedophile for shooting a fucking pig and feeding kids across the street from his no. house. 
Well, well, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this world? That that's and your president, time. my governor, do the same thing. They make these yep. leaps of like, wait, what? Yep. That's one guy. That that's a troll on the internet. But think about it, Savant. Our prime minister, the most important person yep. in our country, said publicly that non-vaccine you should not be hanging out with non-vaccinated people. Those people are more more often than other misogyn and racist. Yeah, that's what's misogyn. What's misogyn? A, a relation about a personal chose for health and being against other races and against women. Oh, yeah. misogynist. misogynist. Okay. Misogynist. Yeah. Misogyn. Yeah. Misogyn. Misogyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's French. Yeah, sorry. No, I like it. Uh, Dil- there was a lady back in the 1950s who was arrested for occupying a seat on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, said that uh, Cedric and individuals alike are critical to the outcome of our future. Well said, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, well, I'm not having any expectation of being critical for the future, but I don't, I don't feel like it's that tough to just stand up for yourself. You know, I mean, if you have good arguments, right? Obviously, if you don't have any arguments and you don't want to t- take the time to inform yourself, then it's it's extremely tough to do so because you're getting attacked from all sides. But even I'm pretty public on, on social media and uh, when my posts don't get banned by Facebook, right? It's just, it's just really, it, it's literal and it's objective, right? It's just stats from the government. So nobody can, and it's my interpretation of the stats. So it's, there's some kind of subjectivity in what's objective and people do respect and, and appreciate that. I believe even if they're not on my side, so that's a, already a good step in the right direction. What What's going to happen in Ottawa? What, basically, I'm assuming that there'll be a, a supply chain issue very soon. The city well, people – go ahead. They, they, 50, uh, yeah, 55% of the truckers in the United States are unvaccinated. So a lot of them are crossing Canada to bring us um, uh, foods, right, most likely foods. The problem is that we already had a supply chain. With what's happening with the convoy, it's going to get even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, but it, it's the price to pay to be able to have back your liberty, which should be fundamental, obviously. And to answer your question about what's going to happen, the answer is I don't know. I hope that it's going to stay as specific as possible because we don't have, we don't want to have a second capital in January 6th, you know, uh, in Canada. We want it to stay pacific and, and they're super clear about it, you know, like, uh, no threat to police. Uh, you're gonna get expelled from the protest if 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 you walk into a te- uh, um, a territory that is federal, like the Parliament Hill, for example. They're extremely strict, you know, and and that's the protesters because they want to make sure it stays pacific. Because as soon as as we're starting to use violence, then we're lo- we're lost. I mean, they they have the army. They're coming over, and it's lost. Her goal right. is just we're gonna stay there. I'm gonna be there tomorrow for 12 hours. It's minus 20. I don't care. I'm going to have some heat heat pack and I'm going to just stand there and maybe I'm going to sing Oh Canada or whatever I'm going to sing. But mm-hmm. we're going to make some noise and just not move until they, they let go of the mandate. And it, and we um, we exclude myself, but they actually um, raise uh, near eight millions of dollars to support the trucker. But when you think about it, if there's 50,000 truckers and there's only eight millions of fun, that, what that's what two hundred dollar per truckers like that's nothing. So a lot right. of people actually, um, yeah, Bergi, um, they, they let sleeper come to their house to sleep, and they're gonna feed the trucker. So <laughs> it's like a big community movement. It is beautiful. 
It is beautiful to see. And I don't know if you've seen yesterday, and they start to do the same movement in Australia. Because right now, it's, it's, it's Canada, it's Australia, it's France, right? Those are the, the, the worst three places to be in the world right now. And uh, they're, they're starting the same kind of movement in Australia, and they're hoping to do the same thing by next week in France. So it's awesome that our Kenyan movement for liberty has, has come a long way to other countries. You know what I mean? Yo, God, I, yeah. I'd love listening to you talk about it. Hey, what yeah. does for the for the CrossFit? What's what's HQ say to the CrossFit gyms in Canada? What what's their stance on it? Do they tell you guys, hey, hey, we're trying to talk to your government, or here's a discount on your affiliate fees, or what? What's the deal? Um, I I can't tell to be honest. I know Paul Paul Tremblay is running CrossFit Canada. Um, I, I've seen they they've done it. Uh, a lot of posts about the importance of exercise, right? But what you need to understand is that it's not the same thing in each province. And um, that's actually something important to address because in the post for Morning Chalk Up, in the comments, a lot of people were bashing Canada, but most of the Canada are all open and they're living their life. It's it's Quebec and it's Ontario a little bit, but it's most likely Quebec that are, that are the worst. Obviously, the mandates were fighting. Okay, okay. The mandates were fighting is the the crossing the border with the vaccination that's the main one for the truckers and that's um that's a legislation legislation of the federal government so that's the main thing we're fighting but where where was i going with that (laughs) but what what's hq doing what 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 is the what they're not doing anything they're they're not doing anything they're not doing anything is there anything that they could do is there anything you'd like to ask of them what could they do well, I mean, the the group with Gabriel Ardila was telling you earlier is already putting a lot of pressure on the provincial um, government, and they're doing a great job. I mean, they just don't listen to them, but they're doing a great job. They're they're awesome at it. And um, CrossFit Canada does not do anything, but they're they're not they're they're not lobby, right? They're not they don't have any pressure to do on on the government, right? I mean, if if uh, not Greg Lastman, but the if if. Uh, Who's the new owner of CrossFit? We don't know. No one knows. No one. Oh, the C. The C. The, what did he say? Whoever he is, if he, calls, if he calls Joe Biden, there's no way Joe Biden is answering him and, and is going to change anything about that. You know, it's the same thing here. I cannot ask Paul to do this type of stuff because it's it's ridiculous to do. It won't work. Man, oh man. Um, how do you guys make a living? How do you pay your bills? How how is how does a place operate when you're not when you're when all these places are closed down? That's a great question. So I mean, that's also another reason why we have the convoy going tomorrow is because so many small businesses are closing. Uh Savan, you're closing every single every side of me. There's business closing constantly, and for yeah. for for all businesses, there's supports. But the support from the government is that they're paying fifty percent of your rent. Um, so fifty percent of your rent. I mean, if if I'm losing seventy percent of my members that stub their membership because they know they won't be able to work out, who would pay for a service you don't get? You know, a lot of members decide to stub their membership. Um, this, this time around, we have way more that kept going with us. So we're really happy about that. If they're watching, we're really grateful. Um, because it, I mean, it's death. It's constantly death. Um, we're, we're paying half of our rent with this. And then the other half, we have a member that keeps paying, but then, but then if, if, you know, if, if our profit was 10%, I mean, we're at, we're at minus 10% right now. You understand? <laughs> Just so you know, um, so, um, uh, 
I guess this is the owner. He says CrossFit HQ has been great. They have helped us with payment plan and gave us reduced total affiliate fee. That's awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to hear. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that Be, because what we had in um, when we had a gym in California um, refuse to close, um, CrossFit HQ punished them, and I've talked about that on other um, on other shows. Really? And yeah, mm-hmm. the but yeah, hey, I don't want to get into it, but. Basically, Craig Howard, who owns Diablo CrossFit, he was the affiliate representative. The local government told him to shut down. He said, no, I'm not going to shut down. And CrossFit HQ said, hey, if you don't shut down, we're not going to allow you to be an affiliate representative. And I I just don't – maybe I'm too old school, but I don't think the CrossFit way is to to take a knee. Like we're doing something just true, moral, and healthy, and uh, we're on the high ground. We're on the high ground, not them. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the high ground. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, but thank you for saying that. And, and I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, CrossFit HQ good. has been great. They have helped us with payment plan and gave us reduced total affiliate fee. That's awesome. I didn't even know that actually. I think you told me, but I completely forgot about that, but I'm grateful they did. So, um, he says he may is not. <laughs> <laughs> this is really pretty transparent. He's a, he's a great boss to be honest. And I'm um, not just saying that because it's paying me well. <laughs> well, he he must he must trust you. Um, he he must trust you to let you come on here and, and represent. And and I think all of Canadians should be thankful you well, represent I mean, Canada was, very well. He's he's yeah he's he's a really good. I mean he's he's my boss, but he's also a good friend of mine. You know, and um, we have a good relationship together. I think uh, we don't always agree on everything, but I think we we have a great relationship and. Um. Yeah, I do think he really believes in me and, you know, he does not say no to me ever, really. He's, he, I'm always telling him he's, he's too nice, you know, because often people that when they're, they're too nice, people abuse them. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I feel like he's, he's that type where um, he, he's really good at standing up for himself. He's, but uh, often people abuse him because he's too nice. He's just he's the guy who says yes to everything when sometimes it does not make sense to say yes. Say maybe no maybe you should open that you should go train there and he should go to jail and that will toughen him up <laughs> i mean to be honest with you savan is so is so um he's so able to stand up for himself that if it was not for from his family and from his kid and he he believes his uh his cause is so noble that he would he would go in jail a hundred percent um yeah make sure members are able to train is because you need to also obviously take care of your families and hey uh, that's yeah. the only excuse that's a perfect excuse yeah that you got to go home to your kids sorry i can't go to jail but those of you who don't have fucking kids but uh i'll do i'll do as much as i can so yeah i mean the the, the truck the truck convoys it's going to be i don't know how long it's going to stay you know um yeah well that's nice I've been representing the gym too in the in the local news and uh, and CBC and TVA and so and and I have also good contact so it, it does always help you know like I was on Morning Chalk Up right now I'm on Seven Podcast so um, I must be doing something right people want to talk to me often I, I think I don't I don't say crap especially in French I mean it's tougher for me <laughs> well you're not afraid that, that yeah well, I don't want to take anything away from you you speak eloquently you're extremely sober you're balanced in your presentation mm-hmm. um, you're not a fanatic you're like hey uh, you're you're reasonable but but also um people are scared 
I like yep. when, when I asked you to come on the podcast, I wasn't sure if you, I, I, I expected you to say no, no, thank you. Because I, I think people are scared. No one wants to tell the truth. And to that point, where does that confidence come from for you, Cedric? I've had, um, growing up, I've had really amazing parents. You know, my, my parents are everything for me. So, um, I had parents that, that were constantly telling me and they, they still do that in life, you, you can do whatever you want and you can be whatever you want. And if you want to be the prime minister, you can do it and you can just achieve everything. And they were naive, you know, my parents were, were, were too nice <laughs> once again. And they were, um, they were naive because, um, you know, sometimes I was not the best at something and they still believed I was the best, you know, and, um, even at school, right. I'm, uh, I'm finishing my degree. I'm going to start my master's soon in public administration. And, um, I'm actually studying French communications. That's why I'm way better in that, in that language. But, um, I, I always thought I was the best in everything. I still do, you know, and, and I got that from my parents. And I think when you're, when you think you're the best, then you're, you're confident in your ability to do whatever. So, so, and you know what? Um, I, I've lived to, I, I, I don't know why people are really res- respectful to me, you know, even earlier today. And I don't know if she's watching, but I had a conversation with a lady and she was, she was not agreeing with me on, on my point of view on the pandemic, but she was super respectful. And everybody that, that messaged me or I messaged them, people are just always respectful with me, you know? So I've never really been confronted to to anything that would lower my confidence. You know what I mean? Um, I think I have some uh, some experience to gain there and, and maybe that's, that will change things up. But so far, I, I'm 25 years old and I'm- Some jail time. You need some jail time. You need some jail <laughs> time. Uh, look at, so li- look, at the, look, at the, look at this comment here. And, and sorry, Jack, uh, Jacob, for picking on you. Unfortunately, we live in a democracy and the majority have spoken, so feelings don't matter. That's the point, Jacob. A democracy cannot vote, vote away people's liberties. Even if the I'm- entire- country were to vote away our liberties you cannot that's the premise that's what makes the united states so wonderful i i'm i don't know where this guy's from but i need if, if he thinks democracy is power to the people he needs to understand right now it's not power of the people because for example the deputy that we elected in my county here in hall she's not voting the law and they've made over 300 laws that were unvoted in 22 months and when wow. I see unvoted, wow. unvoted by the deputies. So, I mean, there's no, there's no democracy how, here. How, just out of curiosity, how many laws did they make that were voted on in the previous year? I, I cannot tell. I mean, I'm, I'm I wonder if it's like five. I wonder if it's like, I wonder if when, I wonder if it's like they only pass like two or three new laws a year. And now that they're not voting on it, it's 300 laws in one year. Well, the, what I can tell you is that the government we have currently actually voted for that for that uh, government um, because he had a lot of good project when it comes to culture. The problem is that most of this, the project, and also he had a lot of project when it comes to privatization of a lot of uh, activity sector, like you do, as yeah, you guys have in, in the United States, although ours would stay free, but that's another debit, but I voted for him and I clearly lost my vote because he's a terrible prime minister. Terrible. Yeah, I voted for some really bad people too in the past. <laughs> well, when the public's willfully misinformed, it's hard to have a democracy. Because if you don't know what you're voting on, or it's being the information's being skewed, then the whole thing's nil. Cedric's training gear has a tagline that says, "Being nice is free." This is why people respect <laughs> you so much, Cedric, because you are always disarming to everyone, so genuine and authentic. Well, that's nice of you, Shane. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, thanks um, for the loot. 
you should have kept it and given it to the truckers. <laughs> but, I, but just so you know, it'll go to my kids' private education so that um, buying pencils and shit for them so they don't have to go to public school. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no. So, uh, so, so you guys should stay tuned for tomorrow for sure, and uh, for for the next week because we're gonna we're gonna stay there in Ottawa until they uh, they relieve the mandate. So, how's your mental health? Uh, Just kidding. I don't care. Great having you on. No, no. I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. How's your mental health? No, I'm I'm doing pretty good for myself to be honest. But I know a lot of people around me are, are suffering from this. Um, I'm I'm lucky enough. You know, I'm. I, I didn't listen to the law, right? I didn't respect the law. So I was still seeing my friend. I was still seeing my family. You know, um, I'm not sleeping with my girlfriend. We, like, we don't have a plexiglass in between each of us. Like, we can still <laughs> touch each other. Uh, so, so I'm lucky. Um, you rebel. Yeah, no, so, and, and, and I had the gym too. So when I used to go to the gym, I would see members. Although right now I'm not seeing them, so it's tougher. Um, but I, I've been I've been lucky enough, you know, to have, social contact but it's not it's not it's not the same for everybody i know a lot of people in my family you know they don't see nobody they're on medication they're scared as, like as hell it's it's unhealthy and that's a couple people i know like could you believe how many are they in quebec it's insane yeah it's weird to me like when they told us to quarantine like i think a lot of people actually did it like they went inside for months at a time even like a year like there's some people who stayed in their house for a year i can't i yeah, they ordered they order grocery the one i'm talking about the or order grocery a day. And, you know, I was talking to members at the gym and they were telling me that, you know, she was telling me that her sister had a kid and then she couldn't see the kid of her sister. Right. She's the, she's the aunt. Right. Because her sister is scared of her kid. And it's been two years, man. Just get over it. Like, let's start to live again our life. And, and you know, I, I'm lucky enough that, um, that, uh, that 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 my my sister, for example, she's she's letting me touch her kid, and I, I really love her son, and we're really close actually. So um, I'm lucky enough, like personally, uh, even if my sister, for example, my brother is a little bit more scared, they're not they're they're following the rules, and I I respect that, you know. Um, I have to respect that because then how can I ask them to respect me, you know? So um, they they respect the rules, and I I you know I don't see them as often as I would like to, but it is it is part of the deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jean Bernard, did you want to say his name, Cedric? That looks like some word that you should read. What's his name? Jean Bernard. Yeah, thank you. Uh, pure democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. <laughs> Without a bill of rights, democracy doesn't work. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, hey, yeah, well uh, I think twenty seven ninety nine. I'll read this twice for you. Cedric's training gear has a tagline that says, "Being nice is free." This is why people respect you so much, Cedric, because you are always disarming to everyone. So genuine and authentic. There. For thirty, if you give me another ten bucks, I'll read it one more time. All right. I, I, I mean. I, yeah, I'm not a receiver. I'm a giver. I don't like to really receive comments. It's making me, uh, it makes me uncomfortable, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I understand. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we'll stay in touch. Uh, I hope the convoy works. I hope I, 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 I'm impressed that Canada's doing this. It's fun to watch from far away. Um, so thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Nice to meet you, Matt. It was wonderful. Oh, hey, Cedric, if, where is Matt uh, owns people? Matt owns CrossFit Livermore, by the way. He's also an affiliate owner. Yeah, I have my letters saved over here from my uh, lovely government as well, too. Not as strict as yours, but uh, one last thing: if people want to support CrossFit eight one nine or support you, Cedric, is there any place we could send them? Is there anywhere they could go to do that? You know, there's 
after the article this morning, there's people that that messaged me. They said, we want to send you money. I mean, money is not going to do anything. You know, like money is not going to make me make me being able to, um, to, 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 to train or to be free again, you know? So, um, obviously you can help cross a one nine with the charter challenge. Um, we're going to be in court. Uh, I think we're going to, we already presented the, the charter challenge. Now we're going to be in court, I believe in the next month. Um, so you can help this gym and, and this is, you're not, you're not helping, right. Um, <laughs> it's funny. You're not helping cross it in one nine, right? You're, you're helping this whole industry to try to get recognized by the government. So it, it goes way beyond Cedric and cross it in one nine, which really is not important. You're a good dude, Cedric. All right, guys, tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., UFC fighter Mike Trizano. I think he's This is a UFC fighter. It won't be as nice as me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's 10 and 1. We'll see you guys tomorrow at uh, 7 a.m. Pacific.